Everyone, welcome back to the best regular smegular podcast in the city, in the world. This topic we're about to cover next, I guess it's been in like the news for about maybe two weeks, but before we cover it, we're just going to give a little backstory. This is about rapper known as Tay K. Uh, some of you might remember him from when Chicago drill scene was really just uh, kind of picking up. So about 2016, 2017. Big hit song he made called The Race. Original name Tamor Trayvon McIntyre was born June 16th, 2000. His professional name, Tay K. Here it is. He's best known for his 27 hit song, The Race, which reached number 44 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 and was certified platinum by RIAA in January 2018. The song became popular following his arrest in Elizabeth, New Jersey, after a nationwide manhunt took place. Take a has been convicted of murder, aggravated robbery, times three. The criminal charges he now faces are murder, which he was charged with, another murder, which he's awaiting trial for, aggravated robbery, that's the three times, which he was charged for, and possession of prohibited items in a correctional facility. Which he's still awaiting trial. So he's still awaiting trial for murder and for having things in jail that he is not supposed to have. Right now he's incarcerated at Bex Bexar County Jail, San Antonio, Texas. He's been sentenced to 55 years for the first murder charge and 30 years for one aggravated robbery and 13 years each for the other two. So a total combined of 20 Six years. Well, total? About 99 years, roughly. Okay. He was apprehended June 30th, 2017. McIntyre was captured by U.S. Marshals on June 30th, 2017, the same day the race was released. After a total of three months on the run, on the, run the song would later hit platinum. After being brought back to Texas for his crimes... McIntyre started to receive support from his fans on social media. While being held at Tarrant County Jail in Fort Worth, Texas, Take's management team released his debut mixtape, Santana World, in on July on oh, there we go on July 29th, 2017, and received a general positive response from critics and fans. In July 2019, McIntyre was found guilty of murder for his involvement in a 2016 home invasion and robbery that left 21-year-old Ethan Walker dead and was sentenced to 55 years in prison. In November 2019, McIntyre was indicted on a second murder charge for allegedly shooting 23-year-old Mark Anthony Saldivar 
an offense, an offense for which he is awaiting trial. So 55, then the 30, then the 26. I feel like people get so caught up on just that big number of 55 for the murder charge that they forget he's also in jail for aggravated robbery. This is not TK's first time or first run in with the law. His legal, troubles, his legal troubles began January 1st, 2016, after performing at a New Year's Eve celebration. Um, McIntyre was in a car with the U.S. Marine and fellow Daytona Boys member Santana Sage Johnson, who shot University of North Texas student Sarah in the head, killing her following an argument between occupants of a car carrying Johnson and McIntyre and occupants of another car carrying people leaving the same party, including Sarah. Witnesses stated that the passengers, passengers in the car carrying Johnson and McIntyre sexually accosted Sarah, which means they must have wanted some digits, some numbers, whatever. While Johnson stated that passengers riding with Sarah called him and his fellow passengers racial slurs and homophobic things, and that he only intended to scare the passengers in the other car off after receiving threats of bodily harm. Johnson pleaded not guilty but was convicted of murder and sentenced to 44 years in prison. Take K walked away from this with no charges. He then has a run-in with the law again between the years of 2016 and 2019. On July 2016, McIntyre faced his first major legal issues when he and six other people were arrested on capital murder charges related to home invasion which ended the life of drug dealer in Mansfield, Texas. On July 26, 2016, listen to this story very carefully, guys. It's about to get wild. On July 26, 2016, Megan Holt, 19, Ariana Barat, 20, conspired with McIntyre and some of other friends to rob 19-year-old Zachary Bilote. The pair planned to seduce him and then let McIntyre into the house armed with guns to steal drugs and money. One of the two women unlocked the door and the government proceeded to rob Bilote and his friend Ethan Walker which led to a fatal confrontation and the death of Walker as they were attempting to leave. Two other non-fatal gunshot wounds were sustained. McIntyre admitted his role in the botched robbery in an approximate two and a half hour interrogation telling detectives that he searched for drugs in the house. Mm -hmm. McIntyre was transferred to an adult jail July 20th, 2017. A preliminary certification hearing to decide McIntyre's status as a juvenile was held on August 30, 2017. Trent Lofton, a lawyer from McIntyre, said the New York Times that McIntyre was optimistic that they were confident he'd be cleared of all charges. It was decided that McIntyre would be tried as an adult in the case. The trial was eventually pushed back to lack of evidence. On, January, on February 28, 2018, one of McIntyre's accomplices, an unnamed minor described as a petite, pretty blonde, was sentenced to 20 years in prison 
after being found guilty on capital murder and aggravated robbery charges. In February 2018, accomplice Megan Holt pleaded guilty to aggravated robbery and agreed to testify against her co-defendants in exchange for a 20-year sentence. In May 2018, Lotharian Merritt was sentenced to life in prison without parole after being convicted of capital murder. In August 2018, Ariana Barat pleaded guilty to aggravated robbery and agreed to testify against her co-defendants in exchange for a 25-year sentence. In the same month, Sean Robinson pleaded guilty to murder and was sentenced to 40 years in prison. So, none of these accomplices walked away scot-free. None of them did. No one did. In November 2018, McIntyre's last accomplice, Jalen Bell, pleaded guilty to aggravated robbery charges and was sentenced to 30 years in prison. McIntyre's defense attorney argued that because McIntyre's case had started in the juvenile system, which does not have bail or bond system in place, he was now entitled to one under Texas law as of March 2018. State District Judge Wayne Sal uh, Salvant denied McIntyre's request for bond, expressing concern that McIntyre alleged crimes had been glorified and that he was a high violent assessment. On May 24th, 2018, it was confirmed McIntyre was not facing a death penalty for life imprisonment without parole under Miller v. Alabama and Roper v. Simmons. If convicted, he faces 40 years to life. On July 15, 2019, on the first day of his trial, McIntyre pleaded guilty to two counts of aggravated robbery in the Mansfield home in invasion case. On July 19, 2019, a jury found McIntyre guilty of capital murder and a third count of aggravated robbery. He faces he faced up to 99 years in prison. The single the race, which was written while he was on the run from the U.S. Marshal Service, was introduced as evidence during the sentencing phase of the trial. On July 23, 2019, he was given the maximum 99 years in prison, 55 for the capital murder, 30 years for one aggravated robbery, and 26 years in prison for the remaining two counts of aggravated robbery. The four prison terms will run congruently. He'll be eligible for parole after serving 28 years. He was also fined $21,000 for the murder charge and 10000 each for the three counts of aggravated robbery. McIntyre was placed under house arrest in January 2017 while awaiting certification hearings a few days before said hearings were held on March 27, 2017. McIntyre and another suspect cut off their ankle monitors and fled to San Antonio, Texas just before cutting his ankle monitor off and going on the run. McIntyre wrote on Twitter, Fuck this house arrest shit. Fuck 12. They gonna have to catch me on hood. Bold. Mm-hmm. That is a bold man. Is he not? Some very bold claims. I'm going to try to keep as fair as possible. That's why I'm reading this this way. McIntyre made his way to Elizabeth, New Jersey. We recorded the song The Race. which describes his run from the police and his legal troubles. The song opens up with, Fuck a beat, I was trying to beat a case. But I ain't beat that case, bitch, I did the race. <laughs> I have to say it like <laughs> mm. The suspect that McIntyre 
fled with was captured May 2017. On June 30, 2017, McIntyre was captured by the U.S. Marshals in Elizabeth, New Jersey, from Texas. From Texas. He went from the south to the east. Phew. When McIntyre was captured, in order to avoid custody, he claimed to have swallowed a bottle of pills and was taken to a hospital. When nothing was found wrong with McIntyre, he claimed that he was hearing voices and was taken to a psychiatric ward for evaluation, where he was kept for a day and a half before taken into custody. April, between May, these couple months while he's on the run, he's not just keeping a low profile. Things are still occurring that he is directly involved in. While on the run from his then ongoing capital murder trial on April 23, 2017, McIntyre allegedly shot and killed 23-year-old Mark Anthony Saldivar while participating in a robbery outside of a Chick-fil-A in San Antonio, Texas. So on the way out of San Antonio, Texas to get to New Jersey, this incident occurred in which Mr. Saldivar lost his life. According to the allegations, McIntyre and two accomplices lured Saldivar into a black SUV to try to steal his photography equipment. Saldivar escaped the, the SUV and started to shout for help. McIntyre accelerated and attempted to hit him. Saldivar jumped into the hood of the uh, SUV, kicking the windshield until McIntyre allegedly left the car and shot him once before driving away. A month later, on May 25th, McIntyre allegedly attacked and robbed the 65-year-old Oni Skip Pepe in Cravens Park, Arlington, Texas. McIntyre held a gun at Pepe's head before knocking him unconscious in the park, where Pepe was later found by a jogger. Pepe later identified McIntyre by a photo lineup. On October 3, 2017, additional capital murder charges were added to McIntyre's case involving the incident in San Antonio, Texas. Police claimed that McIntyre was, the, was in the vehicle during the shooting and that there is video surveillance footage of the incident. At this time, McIntyre was held $500,000 bail, though in February 2018, the bail was set to $0, but was legally ineligible to make a conditional release while on trial. Let me tell you guys how crazy this whole thing is. This, this man, so firstly, they let him out on an ankle monitor. With the murder. This normally does not happen, guys. This normally does not happen. But, it, like, it really doesn't. He should have did the time in, um, in juvie until the, the trial started, at least. Should have did the, did the trial in just holding, or, like, in the, like the county jail, for the most part. But, no. He's out free on an ankle monitor. Cuts off the ankle monitor, and in his running away, someone else gets injured. An old, an elderly man, or at least someone older than us, <laughs> is injured and threatened and robbed. And someone else dies, Mr. Saldivar, while he's on the run doing the race. Not only that, he doesn't even kill the 
Mr. Pepe at all, who later goes on to identify him in the lineup. So they find him, and it's $500,000 for his bond. And then later it's reduced down to zero. These things normally don't happen, guys. At all. Let alone you're let off on an ankle monitor during a murder trial. While you're waiting murder like a, while you're awaiting a murder trial, you're normally you're stuck in there, bro. Especially if you're a flight risk and you have the money to leave, like he does. August 2019, less than two weeks after his sentencing for the Mansfield home invasion and murder, McIntyre was extradited to the Bexar County Jail awaiting trial for the Mark Saldivar murder case. In November 2019, a Bexar County grand jury indicted him for capital murder. And now we got the backstory out and I can stop sounding like this. Thank goodness. Here we go, guys. Now in for a nitty gritty part. There's more to this story, guys. There's so much more. As I said before, I feel like people just get so caught up on this 55-year sentence. But as I just read to you guys, that's just for the aggravated robberies that he got. Hold on, let me, let me look back at it. Because I'm like, bro, I don't know why you so stuck on that, bro. I don't know why everyone's stuck on that. Because firstly, you got 55 years just for the murder alone. And even then, if you can get the murder reduced to whatever you want, which they're not going to do, you still have 30 years for one aggravated robbery. And then, you have 13 years each for the other two. 26. So that's 56 total just for the robberies. For nothing else, even if you don't include the murderers and the murder that he still has to, that he's awaiting trial for now. You still have... 56 years in prison. Recently, TK took to Twitter. I bet if I was a little white kid, they wouldn't have gave me no 55 years for a crime I was alleged to play the most significant part in. When I was 16, they would have rightfully argued that my mind wasn't fully developed and gave me rehabilitation in a second Slash first chance at adulthood. Another tweet he claimed that one of his co-defendants, a white teenage girl who was 16 as well, was given 10 years probation, unlike him and his friend and co-defendant Pimp C's, who reportedly received 30 years prison sentence. I believe that gentleman's name... Let me find it really quick.
Jalen Bell, a.k.a. Pimp C's, received 30 years in prison for aggravated robbery charges that he pled guilty to. That was a part of the deal, because they could have cooked him, baked him, fried him, for sure. And 30 years is a lot better than what they planned on doing to him, because they could have booked him with the murder, too. Which means he had never seen the sun. As opposed to the case that I just read out for you, there was no girl that got just 10 years. All of them got about 20, 20, about 20 to 30 years for prison sentence. So what are you saying now? Trying to confuse the media and shit like that. No one got 10 years of probation. The people that agreed to testify, they got less than what you got. Would you like to know why, TK? Because they didn't go on the race. They stood there. They took it. They took their deals. They pled guilty. And they got what they got. But they did not go on the race for two to three months glorifying their actions. At all. See, I'm trying to keep it biased, but the more that I get into the story, guys, you will see. And let's dissect this for a second. Gave me no 55 years for a crime I was alleged to play the most insignificant role in. If you planned it, state of Texas, if you planned it, you knew about it, Something ends up happening, you supply the guns, and something ends up going down, you're just as guilty as the person that pulled the trigger on you. See, the thing is, everybody in the case, they agreed to testify against you. So you're the trigger man. You're the one that pulled the gun. You're the one that had the gun. You're the ringleader of this whole thing. Without you, these people would still be alive. Ethan Walker would still be alive. And that was a part of their deal. Testify against you. And because they stayed, you look the most guilty because you ran. After being let out. After a blessing. A privilege of being let out with murder charges against you. With an ankle monitor. should have kept you. Because they took this chance on you, KK, someone else lost their life. And not only did someone else lose their life, Mr. Saldivar, an elder man was beaten in a park. He left unconscious. Now, guys, not sure if you know how hard the ground is or what a gun butt feels like. But you can literally hemorrhage a brain that way. Both those Falling down and hitting your head, and a gun butt to the head can easily hemorrhage somebody and send him to the hospital. He's lucky they didn't book him on attempted murder charges. And if he had hit that Mr. Pepe hard enough, he could have killed him. And luckily he didn't. 
because Mr. Pepe was around to identify you in the lineup. Sloppy. A child at work, of course. Sloppy, sloppy, sloppy. Should have never been let out in the first place. <laughs> Should have never been let out in the first place. But you see, guys, it gets so hard to just stay just in the middle when I'm reading all of this to you and it's what second chance do they have to give you TK well here let me get more into the article one of my co-defense was a white girl who was 16 just like me they didn't certify her as an adult but they certified me and pimp as adults pimp got 30 I got 55 she ended up getting 10 years of probation without no deal. That girl at home right now. And? Seems like TK, you, uh... At this point, TK's been in jail for about five years. And what I'm hearing in these tweets, it doesn't sound like accountability to me. And he's so stuck on the 55, like I said, he's ignoring the other 56 that he still has to serve. The things that he did do, that they know he did do, with surveillance footage, and identified in a police lineup. And do you, does he believe that by cutting it in half, that it, it makes it any less? Even though he's eligible for parole in 28 years, we got 23 more to go. He's currently 22 years old. I'm trying to guess his age by then, 40 something? And that's if they show mercy on you again. They actually are, they've been giving you chance after chance. They didn't give you life without the possibility of parole. And they didn't give you the chair or the needle. So the death penalty is still legal in Texas. Hardly ever do it. But it's still legal in Texas. Those sound like chances right then and there. And yet he wants another chance at adulthood. Well, you gotta give us some reason, son. <laughs> you gotta give us a, a reason why, son. Sonny, you can't just want these things given what you've done. How could you expect these things from us? Last time we gave you a chance, you hurt an elderly person. And guys, in the South, like you mentioned, we do not play about people that are older. We view people of the past generation in great reverence. Nowadays, these kids will hit older people. They will beat them up. You see it all the time on the news. They will push them down to the ground. They will, they will do almost anything to them. Like, they are, like, they're able, like they're physically able to fight them back. And as someone that works a lot around these people, you cannot be doing that to them.
they can fall down, they can break their hips, they can hurt their head, like I said, they can hemorrhage, they can seize. A whole bunch of complications can really happen to them. They, can, they have seen someone break four ribs before. Um, wrists can get broken, like femurs. We used to have great respect for elders back then. Nowadays, these kids don't. And do you think that the jury didn't see their grandpa, or they papa, as he was giving his testimony and pointing you out. We gave you a second chance, young man. And in our second chance, someone else died and someone got hurt. You made us look like a fool. A fool. Second chance for what? And you would think, right? You would think, after all this poor boy has done to the community, terrorizing Texas for two to three months, hurting people, doing what he does, being a menace, you would think he would show some type of remorse. Right? Right? Wrong. Wrong indeed. According to the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, rapper TK47 tried to start a new gang in jail called the Rugrats, prosecutors allege. This is written by Deanna Boyd, updated March 1st, 2019. While awaiting trial on capital murder and robbery charges, rapper Tay K, 47, assaulted and sent a fellow inmate to the hospital and tried to start a new gang behind bars. Prosecutors alleged and recently filed documents. Tay K, whose real name is Tamor McIntyre, was drafted a list of rules for the new gang which was called Rugrats. Coincidentally enough, he has a song called Rugrats. <laughs> or 400, no, like 40 million views on YouTube. Hell, can't say you didn't do it. The rules referred to as the laws of power included not snitching if caught in illegal activities, never stealing from a fellow Rugrat, or disobeying a higher rank, and no hurting or the slaughter of children unless necessary. The rule stated that members must be jumped in or voted in by a sergeant and could not leave unless jumped out or by a blessing of two sergeants. Love, respect, protect, and cherish your fellow rugrats always. The final law of power states. The allegations were made by prosecutors in notice of intent to offer evidence of other crimes and wrongdoings or bad acts allegedly committed by McIntyre, now 18. Now you are 18 years old. Now you are a man. A real man. Now you don't have any excuse why we can't come after you with everything we got on you. Everything. And there will be no excuses for him this time. So thus you should be wiser.
The notice claims that in addition to drafting laws of power for the gang, McIntyre discussed hand signals and greetings and potential structure outlined that included ranks of sergeants, lieutenants, generals, and troops. In all, prosecutors listed 27 acts in the notice. They range from allegations that McIntyre had admitted to selling marijuana and smoking it daily to the felonies for which he now stands accused of. The notice states McIntyre has threatened other inmates and jail staff frequently, including telling a Tarrant County Sheriff Office sergeant, sergeant, a sergeant, I see you on the street, you better run. He later refused to give the same sergeant a phone. He swore, used a racial slur and said, I'm not giving you the phone. You're not going to bully me. You're going to have to come in and take it. In July, McIntyre alleged he hit another inmate on the side of the head and or banged the inmate's head against the wall. As a result, the inmate had to be taken to the John Peter Smith Hospital by ambulance, the notice states. McIntyre remains in the Tarrant County Jail awaiting trial. This was March 2019. He's been transferred since then to the well to the other jail I told y'all he was at shit fuck it uh, to the Bexar County Jail that's where he's currently incarcerated and we serving out his time at least until they transfer him somewhere else if overcrowding happens So as I was saying before, think, right? Wow. I should really turn my life around in here. And instead, he's doing shit like this. Starting gangs, beating up people, smoking weed, having a phone. For one, he's in violation of several codes just by making that he committed several felonies just by having that, that phone to tweet the fact that he shouldn't have got 55 years because the alleged white girl in the case that was 16 also only got 10 years of probation. How do you even have a phone to send these things? He recently put out another tweet saying they treat me like a hamster here. Well, TK, what do you think you deserve? Seems like you've made no effort to change your life for the better. That you were unredeemable. That you are remorseless. And that you will hurt anybody that you can as soon as you get out of here. Just because you can. You're threatening officers, with families. If we can control you and rehabilitate you in here, son. How do you think we're going to do out there when we can't really monitor you the way we want to? And it's been in there five years now. Instead of using this time to maybe get his GED, he dropped out of school at 16, his associate's degree in something, his bachelor's, you've been there long enough, you should have all three of those. The GED and associates and a bachelor's in something. I'm guessing you like to write, perhaps? Maybe take up literature or something. Maybe show an ounce of dignity and 
morphs. You have a phone, instead of using it to send a message to the family, apologizing for taking their loved ones away from them forever, you decide to avoid accountability on your part. study, I volunteer in the kitchen, I do my job, I go back to my cell, I don't cause any trouble. Even a good even being nice to the guards, the the prison guards, the sergeants, the even the, the, the female officers in there who probably can provide a mother figure for you since you haven't seen your own mom in quite some time. And she can't be there to protect you. It would be nice to have a recommendation from a sergeant stating that Tank Hay really has changed. He is different than where he was when he got in here. And they probably will be understanding, yeah, he was a kid when he got in here doing bad stuff. But now look at him. He's become accustomed to jail life, to prison life. He breathes. He's gotten his GED. He's taking steps in the right direction to better his life, to be a contributing member of society. See, at least that's what I would do. You gotta be in there a while. <laughs> Not for sure. And while everyone's worried about the the murder being 55 years for capital murder. Yes, you got 55 years for the capital murder. Because while you were running away, people were telling on you. And they painted you, TK. Painted you as the gunman. You as the main, main conspirator of this whole robbery. And if you think Pimp C, your homie, didn't say nothing either, well, he said plenty of that. You're the trigger man. They were just there. They were all young. What, 18, 19, 20, still young. 16, just like you. But you were able to convince even the older people. You had such a hold on them, TK, that what could they do? But listen to you, you had notoriety, you had fame, you had money, you had a gun. I listen to you. I'm in fear for my life already. Just say it. And keep in mind, he can do all of these things that I just told him to do. But he'll still be in jail for the aggravated robberies. And he's still awaiting trial for the other murder. 
He's serving 99 years in totality. They don't even need to put the other murderer on him. They're so sure that he won't change. Either way, 50-something years for either one of them, or 70 years. Bro, you might, might not ever see the sun on the outside again. Again. So TK, that is how serious this is while you're out there tweeting and twittering and texting and being bad like a little kid. You are not a little kid anymore. And they're going to show you. And they already showed you. You are not a kid. You are a grown man now. A grown man who must accept responsibilities for his actions. Or not. You should be sitting there anyway. Keep fighting with these guards and they'll put you in solitary. No sun. No nothing. You'll never leave for months. Months at a time. So what second chance? When they didn't they didn't kill you. fourth or fifth by now. What you think about that? I despise these guys, people. See, I just put like a whole mode right there. You guys see that shit? Yeah. But yeah, I despise when people just cannot take their licks and they want to cry afterwards. Oh, oh my gosh. I can't believe this is, you know why this is happening. Your actions and your choices are what led you down this path and led you over here. Suck it up. When you were doing bad or when you were doing whatever the hell you weren't supposed to be doing, you was, you was big and bad then. You wasn't crying then. Now you want to cry. Now you want to cry. Now you want to scream, life is so unfair. When TK has taken two lives, whether he was involved in it directly or rather he planned it. Took two lives. Somebody gotta pay for this shit. Somebody gotta pay for this shit. Since you were the main one, and you screaming there and boo-boo in our faces saying we can't catch you, duck duck goosing and shit, we gonna take it out of your life. However long probably both of those young men probably would have lived, that is how long you will serve. case and then what he was currently doing all the while telling you about the tweets that he's currently making right now in jail which does which doesn't look good for him man dude stay working the phone if you're gonna pin a letter pin a letter to your mama or something like that telling her to give it to him or something or you send it to him yourself or 
there's, there's a charge. Ask the pastor to do it for you. Most likely you're not good at writing or reading. I'm, I'm assuming you can write, but you dropped out of school really young, and I doubt you were paying attention since then, or even before then, I doubt you were paying attention truly enough to read to comprehend things and ask for help. They won't give it to you. Someone will give it to you. Oh, I'm talking to him like I'm his damn daddy, man. Jeez. I'm talking to this kid like I'm his damn daddy. This kid like four years younger than me. That's how I'm like, what? Hey, that's the maturity right there. That's the level that I got. Remember, guys, you can't know what you don't know. And if you knew better, you do better. So? Go find out. Or should go on a race. That's why I'm for you. Yeah, don't go on no races, guys. Just do better. Now I take care knows better. Hopefully, you know, eventually. We should see him in another couple of years with another tweet or Twitter or something like that saying something. But uh, hopefully he gets it together. Right? <laughs>